Welcome to Summer Camp Programming Podcast. This is Kurt. And I'm Chris. Chris apparently hasn't had his coffee this morning. I have not, actually. It's here. We are in day three of the series where we are talking with camp directors about their successful virtual camp programs. Learning a lot, right? Getting yeah. a ton of stuff. Ton of stuff. Ton of so stuff. it's it's great. All right, let's ju- jump into it. Hippity hoppity. <laughs> In this episode, we'll be talking to Isaiah from Between the Pages and Jordan from Camp Indian Creek. All right, Isaiah, thanks for being on the show with us. We are going to ask you questions in a lightning round style. And so the first thing we want to do is have you introduce yourself, your camp, location, kind of a brief overview of what you're doing with camp. Thanks for having me, guys. So my name is Isaiah Apfel. I am the program director for Between the Pages, which is a children's literacy nonprofit. Um, And part of that, I am the camp director for Camp Half-Blood Austin branch. So we're located normally in person here in Austin, Texas. Um, We were a bit of an interesting camp. So this is our 15th summer. We are based off of the children's, originally the children's book series, uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. The Lightning Thief is the one that that people know. Um, And so what we did is we brought the world of that book to life. Um, We created Camp Half-Blood here in Austin, and we ask our campers to come in and become demigods, to become children of Greek gods, to step into the the world of that story, which has now expanded. The original series um, has been on the New York Times children's series bestsellers for over 10 years now. Um, (laughs) They just hit 10 years uh, a few months ago. Um, but the world has expanded to a number of other book series by now a couple different authors. And so we encompass all those worlds and we, we ask the kids to become heroes in their story, to step into the world and to adventure along with us. Cool. So how long is your virtual program each day? So we run from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. most most days. Um, so it's a it's a six hour program. Five of that is, is active time. We do have an hour long lunch break kind of in the middle where we leave the Zoom open. The kids can can sit there. We have some staff who kind of monitor it and tell stories and talk about things that happened at camp in the past. Um, but that hour of lunch, kids can be on. They can be not on. So it's f- kind of five hours active and that additional kind of six if mm. they want it. And how much do you charge? So we charge five fifty um, for in person. Normally, we kind of did a deal with some of the people who'd signed up. But for online specifically, we do four fifty for the week. Okay. Do you make a profit off that? Lose money or just kind of break even? That's <laughs> uh, a little complicated this year. Um, yeah. When you look at just the kind of the camp program, it is profitable to an extent. Certainly not um, to what in person normally is. It, as I was saying about the nonprofits, so this is our fifteenth summer of camp. Our nonprofit has only been around for we're coming on two years now, um, and so camp definitely is the main revenue generator that supports our in-school program that works with Title One elementaries, um, and so. Uh, the nonprofit as a whole, it was definitely a, a different year since camp is supposed to s- support year-round staff, uh, our scholarship program in person. So uh, a little complicated, but online camp in and of itself was profitable. What do you do to get the kids active, like moving around? 
Yeah, we so we tried to find some of those core camp activities that we could translate to online. So we do have a sword class with our, our sword master who's been with us for 12 years. Uh, the kids get on and do it. But we also do some kind of some movement games, um, some fight training. We do hand-to-hand combat in person normally. Um, we found we had to kind of adjust each week to the kids and what they're willing to show and participate in on camera. Mm-hmm. But those are Great. our two main ones, our sword and kind of martial arts. How many kids you get an average each week? I'd say we average kind of about 75 to 80-ish most weeks. Um, wow. Two weeks ago with our teens, we had 110, though. Cool. Uh, so it, it definitely averaged, I'd say, about 75 to 80, though. And do you have any campers that are coming uh, week after week or at least yeah. weeks? Yeah, a lot of our campers um, who were signed up for in-person originally, we, we gave them kind of a second week free on that. So a lot of our campers are doing two weeks, but we had a number of other campers who who paid for both two weeks, who added three and four. And we, we actually have, I think we have two campers who are doing like seven to eight weeks. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's awesome. What are the ages of your campers? Most of our campers are, are eight to 13 um, we normally did nine in person and we decided to lower down to eight for online. We, two of our weeks are 13 to 18 now. And so we go all the way up to, to 18 year olds for that. So with a, such a wide span, how do you deal with that? Uh, there's definitely kind of a shift in programming. The teens, especially, they wanted more time just to talk in small groups. They were like, activities are fun and all, but we kind of <laughs> just want to hang out with our friends and, and chat and connect. Um, and so this, this week is actually our first week that we have eight-year-olds through 17 normally they're kind of split up so that we have you know our younger kids of nine to 13 are some weeks and the 13 to 18 are other weeks so we're able to kind of mentally shift between the two okay what tech do you use for it it's mostly all in zoom we supplement with some other things but it's mostly in zoom with a bunch of breakout rooms we we originally bought different rooms for all of our groups and we realized it was a little bit too much tech to put on the kids. So mostly in zoom, we supplement with PowerPoint Kahoot and other things when we, when we can. So what would you say your secret to success is? Um, our, our secret is focusing on having fun and engaging with the kids um, and, and doing what they want to do rather than, you know, what they think, what we think they want to do, or what the parents think they want to do. We kind of had a moment where we had to talk to our parents and we said, Hey, you have trusted us for, for, for 14 summers already with your children to have fun. We know you have expectations of what online looks like, but like trust us to have fun and work with your kids. And, um, and that's what we focus on is just engaging the kids. Cool. So you've been doing this for several weeks. Is there something you've learned not to do anymore? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, the big one is, is, is all about managing expectations. Um, and also like not letting one specific incident kind of color the whole thing. So you know, I said we had 75 to 80. You know, most weeks we have one or two kids who do, do email us and they're like, hey, we can't, you know, it's a little bit too much Zoom. He's not feeling it. He's not engaging. And those first couple of weeks, each one of those emails hit me really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. But, you know, one kid out of 75, I'd say, is a pretty good <laughs> Right, right. Um, so learning to, to manage those expectations of kind of what camp is and isn't. And we also started to really change our language about, you know, real camp um and in person and virtual and remembering that like virtual is still real camp we're still engaging with the kids we're all still there our staff are still there um and is just as much a real camp experience as in person is what was your most popular activity or what is um so one of them is is kind of our quest it's kind of our cornerstone of it where you know we have our our team who are in monster masks and makeup we we have professional grade um hollywood costuming and masks that we bring the kids along with. Um, so we have kind of three people who are out in 
in person who are leading the kids along on Zoom with us. So that one's a really popular one, but cool. kind of our, uh, wow. which is, you know, it's the cornerstone of what draws our kids there. But our other one is we do a riddle game, honestly, where I just I move a bunch of people around and they love, the kids love that they get to interact with a lot more people than normally. Um, mm-hmm. And they love kind of just getting to see different staff than they normally spend their day with. Um, and that was another one that just the first time we did it, everyone loved it. Nice. <laughs> How do you market all of this? Um, we definitely, a lot of our success was based off of, we already had a large kind of email database. We already had a lot of campers signed up for the summer, but with online and opening a new market for in-person, we did get kids from across the country already. We had international campers before we had kids from China, Israel, Brazil, UK. Um, but we, we expanded a lot of our Facebook and Instagram ads. We still run print ads even. Um, we just kind of, we, we figured, you know, what you can spend on an ad is often a registration cost. So if we get two kids from an, from an ad, it's going to pay for itself. Yeah. Right. Do you guys have any, do you include any kind of kit or box of supplies? We do. We send it. Um, so they get materials to make their, to build a sword. So some pipe and some foam, some duct tape. We send, you know, camp shirt. They get a bandana based off of who their, their godly parent is and some fun items in there. Some, um, some craft supplies, so they do get some friendship bracelet string, watercolor set, uh, a bead that, that they paint at the end of the week as kind of a commemorative thing, um, and then a bunch of kind of flavor items that we we put in there, some camp things, some content that we just made that we would, you know, we'd print and laminate here in my apartment, um, and some flavor things that, that really, we got a lot of feedback that that helped get the kids really excited about camp, is finding these really special items, whether it's a sticker or some... Um, a, a recipe card that our, our chef made and things like that, that really helped get the kids excited for camp. Nice. Mm-hmm. What do you think about in the future, in the fall, maybe next year? What do you think this virtual programming will continue? <laughs> Absolutely. We're, we're working on our 18 month calendar right now, actually on a lot of online activities um, throughout, throughout the rest of the year. I think now that we've kind of established that basis for online, we're, we're, Right now, we're planning our Halloween event. We have a New Year's event that we're planning. Um, and so we definitely we want to have programming online throughout the year. All right. 30 seconds left to give us any tips and tricks you might have. I think the biggest one is setting those expectations and talking to parents ahead of time. We sent an email at the beginning of May and we said, hey, we're looking at going online. Please trust us. Um, we know it's, it's not going to be what you're expecting from in-person. It's going to be different. But we're going to make your kids happy. We're going to bring that joy to them um, and not letting, you know, one parent or, you know, what someone thinks is going to happen at camp kind of drag you down. I think it's a, it's a big one being confident and happy. Awesome. And Isaiah, last question. How can people contact you if they got more questions? Um, so we are on Facebook and, and Instagram and Twitter, even at camp half love Austin. My email is programming at between dash the dash pages.org. Um, and you can find my email and phone number on all of our websites and, and Facebook and everything like that. Nice. And as always, we'll have all this stuff in our show notes as well. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Isaiah, for taking the time to, uh, share with us all this great stuff. Absolutely. All right, Jordan, thanks so much for being on the show. Uh, We are going to hit you with a bunch of questions, lightning round style. (laughs) Let the people know your name, what camp you're from, a little bit about the camp, location, that kind of thing. 
course. Yeah, my name is Jordan Morris, and uh, my wife and I are the directors at Indian Creek Baptist Camp in Bedford, Indiana. Um, we are a relatively small camp, south central Indiana. We're about a half an hour south of IU's campus. Um, we are American Baptist owned and operated, um, but we uh, we advertise to everyone and, and welcome everyone. That's just kind of our our uh, flagship is American Baptist Churches of Indiana and Kentucky. We see about 600 kids a summer uh, pre-COVID. We have a kindergartners and first grade camp that's 24 hours of sheer madness. And then we have uh, all the way up to high school graduates that they're here for the whole week, Sunday through Saturday. Awesome. Cool. So now your virtual camp, how long was your virtual program each day? Yeah, so we um, what we've done for virtual camp is we've kind of split it up into those sessions that we would typically see. And so we had a different session of virtual camp each week. Uh, we tried to front end as much of it as possible. And so I would say 90% of it is pre-recorded. We built a Google site for each session. And so um, our sessions for kindergartners through third graders, we call that Explore Camp, Discovery Camp, and First Timers. Those are all two day, three day, and 24 hours respectively. And so we built a camp, uh, a virtual camp for that group. And we said, here's five days worth of content, um, two to three hours of content per day. We filmed a bunch of clips and videos, our uh, session director and cabin leaders. A few of them came to camp and filmed. Some of them cool. iPhone in front of them in front of their in their bedroom. Mm -hmm. uh, some of them like we had a gardening workshop and they went out. They have a garden at their house. They went out and gardened and filmed it and that kind of thing. Sent it all to us or uploaded it to our YouTube channel. Unlisted. We edited, cut everything down, put some branding on it, and threw it on that Google site. And then the week before, we sent a care package and access to that Google site to the parents that registered for that session. And how much did you charge? We had uh, we gave three payment options. So we said to to just participate, it's going to be fifty dollars. That gets you the care package and access to the Google site for your age group. If you want to participate and support us in this adventure this summer, then you can pay hundred and fifty. And if you want to uh, participate, support, and build a legacy supporting this ministry for years to come, then you can pay 270 which is typically what we charge for a full week session. Um, and so we wanted to give them the option to, uh, we know everybody's in different situations, and, and we wanted to make it affordable, but also accessible to everybody. Cool. What are some things you did to keep the kids active during camp? Yeah, like I said, we had different workshops and activity videos and things like that. And so I can think of off the top of my head, a couple of the videos for those little kids. We did like a basketball workshop. It was a five minute video. They gave them three different basketball activities. And hey, this is Indiana. Everybody's got a basketball goal somewhere <laughs> close by. So um, it was easy for us to know that that would be a functional thing. Um, we did a hiking video where we walked through the camp and talked to them about the different trees that we have here or shrub. We have sassafras is pretty prevalent and spice bush. And so we just hiked them through, hey, this is poison ivy. If you're out on a hike, see this, don't touch it. Hey, this is sassafras. <laughs> we make root beer out of this, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. So like we didn't do any live videos, but we did some of those activity-based things that we would normally do at camp and encourage them to get outside and do it. For our older kids, they had some dance challenge videos, some, you know, exercise videos, Zumba videos, things like that. And how many kids did you get on average each week? 
Yeah, it, it, it varied based on age group. And so the littlest kids, we had 20 uh, registrations, which normally we only see about 50 kids for each of those. So that's, you know, not very many when it's all combined, but but we were pretty happy with it because it yeah. was very early on. Um, we had about 25 or 30 for senior high, which was our oldest one. And then most of the other sessions, which is BR grade school and middle school, uh, would be in the 10 to 15 camper range. So uh, I would say moderately successful. It's about what we expected, um, probably 10 to 15% of our registrations. But what I like about it is it has this lifetime. We're going to keep those Google sites live indefinitely. Everything that we did do live was recorded and posted after the fact. And so we're continuing to market. You know, there's churches that haven't met until july or even churches still haven't met and so it's hard to get that information to their children's ministries and then to the kids and the families so we're continuing to market and saying you can register anytime if you if i see a registration pop up on my phone i walk up to our kitchen and i pack a box for you and get it in the mail the next day so uh and and immediately email you access to your your google site nice what what do you think the kids um favorite or the most popular activity you had yeah, we had a really silly fishing video that one of our friends did. He was a former director cabin leader for us, and uh, he lives in Florida now. And he was going to go out and film some deep sea fishing and really get into the ins and outs of fishing. And it rained for like two weeks. <laughs> and so he just couldn't get out. So he filmed a video about, you know, he real redneck voice of like, I can catch any fish in any water. And then just clips of him going to different places of water all around his house. So a pool, a puddle, a... a <laughs> sewer drain a toilet a sink and like didn't catch anything anywhere but then he, he put that to scripture and said you know that we're fishers of men and god puts bodies of water around us that are full of people ready to be caught so it was a really great message he's a really funny guy and and just perfect for that so that, that's been the biggest highlight what's in these boxes that you're sending out what's in them yeah, we tried to do a couple different things. So we did a camp t-shirt. That was the biggest thing that people said they wanted. So we ordered a bunch of camp t-shirts. We did a mug and got a fantastic deal on a camping mug. And our senior hires and grown-ups got the mug. It's a really fantastic mug. Um, and then we did some camp stickers. We did a couple, depending on age group, some of the sessions had like craft and activities put with them. Our boys camp director has a laser cutter and he cut some wood crafts. And so he cut um, Pharaoh's finger, little magic box where you open it and you're, it looks like a dead finger is there. He cut a treasure box. He cut a little mini catapult. And so the boys campers oh, wow. got five days worth of these laser cut projects. He's really, really That's cool. And, yeah. So um, every box is a little different. We also did snacks because like the camp store is a big deal. And so we did, um, you know, Lay's potato chips to remind you of the salt and light of the earth. Mm -hmm. Sour Patch Kids to remind us to love the sourest people around us. Goldfish to remind us we're fishers of men. So we tried to do little things like that. And then nice. a friendship bracelet kit. And we, we encourage them to make a friendship bracelet, send it back to us. We'll sanitize and then redistribute so they could still have that connection of making oh, and neat. receiving a friendship bracelet from somebody else at camp. Cool. Very cool. In our last 40 seconds here. Any yeah, sorry. Or, no, you're fine. Any tips or tricks you learned that you want to share with others? Man, it's weird to be a camp director and be so used to being out and working hard out on camp and to all of a sudden become a production assistant. And <laughs> right. I've edited more video and I enjoy it. I like editing video and I'm getting pretty good at it. 
but I'm tired and it's a whole different type of exhaustion. I would say the, the biggest tip I have for other camps in this position is to seek out help and get, get your camp people involved, have them film the videos. If you have somebody that edits, have them edit. Um, the more delegation you can do, the better, because it, it's just, it's been a lot. Nice. And, uh, if anyone wants to reach out to you and, yeah. uh, you know, maybe ask you some questions, is it cool if they uh, email you? Of course, yeah. Um, you can reach me. Our camp email is Indian Creek at abc-indiana.org. And then we also have a, a free, like a sneak peek of what uh, our virtual camp is called Camp Connect. And we have a sneak peek where we just cut some videos from each session and threw them up so you would get the idea of what our virtual camp looks like. And you can find that on our website at campindiancreek.com and then just click Camp Connect. And it's a couple of clicks away once you get to the, the homepage there, but campindiancreek.com and you can find the sneak peek and take a look at what we've done and, and be happy to help anybody with the Google site and some of the other cool things that we've done with our camp. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jordan. Thanks, Kurt. Thanks, Chris. Well, that wraps up day three. And hey. if I can get Chris from not picking his, at his tattoo, <laughs> we can finish out this it's episode. so itchy. <laughs> <laughs> so awful. Uh, make sure that you tune in tomorrow for our final day. And uh, again, I want to thank everybody. It's the final countdown. See, don't get me started. I love this. That's good. I love that cheesy 80s. Yes. <laughs> uh, so make sure you tune in tomorrow again. Thank you to uh, everybody who's participated in the series thus far, and we will see you then. From around the campfire, this has been Chris and Kurt. Thanks so much for listening. See ya.